Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for another epic Rebel Radio conversation. And today I've got a special treat for you. For the first time ever, Rebel Radio has two guests on it. We're bringing, bringing double trouble today. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Erin and Danielle. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we'll start with like one of you so that we can get the conversation flowing. But I would love to know a little bit about each of you. And to start with, I was sharing a little bit of your numerology before we came on, on live. So, Danielle, I'm curious, what was one of your biggest takeaways from what I shared with you before we came on the show? Oh, you explained about how as a three, I'm like this creator with like endless ideas. And that's something that kind of plagued me for a lot of my life because I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do with all of this? But learning to channel that and knowing that's actually my superpower is really great to know. So thanks so much, Cindy. Oh, I love it. And Erin, how about you? You're a three as well. I'm a three, but I also, what I loved almost the most was how many parallels there were between Danielle and I, because we are such different people, but our businesses, like we share two businesses together and the way that we operate being so similar, it's really almost like a, like a pass to continue to do things the way we are and to honor that truth. And I, yeah, I love that. I love that. It gives you permission to see the alignment between the partnership and just roll with it, right? Lots of creativity between the two of you. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about these businesses that you run together and share a little bit about who you serve in the world and what you guys do. Do you want to go first, Danielle, or do you want me to go first, Erin? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Danielle and I started off with, uh, we just met and she did a reading for me. And Danielle is the most intuitive soul seer that I've ever worked with or spoken to. And so in the beginning, she was like, oh, I see this amazing business coming up for you. And, you know, an ironic divine, the way things work. Um, later, as we started becoming closer friends, we envisioned this business where we were combining my intuitive gifting with her intuitive gifting. Like Danielle can read literally everything about you, your past, your present, your future, your chakras, your entire blueprint of your soul. And she does this beautiful gifting of reading all of that for you and channeling your guides. And then I can take that and see exactly what she sees and put that into a 2D art experience. So we combine this. Yeah, I get really lit up by it because it's like, I can't believe this is a job. <laughs> we get to work with people so, so intimately, right? It's like for people to feel that scene is so rare. Right. Like to be like, this is quite literally me. And I've now been seen in a way that I've never been. So oh, I it's love that. So right. yeah. It's like, I mean, I mean, it's one thing to get a reading and have someone share information with you that you can process mentally, but to be able to see it in front of you and visualize it is so powerful. And it always seems to be that, <clears throat> like, I don't know if Danielle can speak to that as well, but it's like, 
the timing of when a person decides to jump on this with us, they're about to do a big up level or big shift or big something dramatic and they need that support and they need to know like we all do when you're about to leap that you are being held and caught and you know that you are supported and I think that that's always what's magical about it is most of our clients are like okay I'm about to do this big scary thing and we're like yeah we know and it's great like keep going so right I love that I mean I think with any system of intuitive understanding numerology the same thing where you know I can look at it and be like yeah you are going through an up level and it's okay and you're held and then we can be the support for that person as they take the leap right it's scary to jump off the cliff if you don't know that you're going to get caught yeah <laughs> Danielle, do you have anything to add to the business description, what you guys do? Yeah, you know, exactly what Erin said. I think the power in her work, right, as the intuitive artist is she she's taking everything that I've seen in my mind's eye, right, through through someone's actual energetic field and their blueprint, and she turns it into this physical, beautiful piece of art that you can see every day. And so we're like, you're literally viewing the power of your energetic blueprint right before your eyes. You're viewing your soul's essence, like bam, for you to see every day. And we were like, wow, what, like, that's the most powerful form of meditation, the most powerful form of energy work, right? Being able to literally see in front of you this, this unique one of a kind piece of art that is literally your energy in art form to inspire you and fuel you and just like expand you every day is we think, and we feel and our clients feel is just the most empowering, beautiful essence of you. Right. And feeling into that power, which is what we love. Oh, how powerful to just have an expression of you right in front of you. Other than going and looking in the mirror, how close can you get? Right. (laughs) Well, for me, it's like um, no two pieces because I basically just tap out. Right. Um, I was laughing with Danielle the other day because I was painting someone's and I was like, well, I think they would like, and I was hearing their guides be like, step out. This isn't about you. <laughs> right. Okay. And just do it. Nothing. They never turn out the same. They never turn out the way that I plan them because it has nothing to do with my mind. Like Aaron, the, the person has to just leave and let Aaron, the hand do the work kind of thing. Oh, I love that so much. This is not about you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> And Erin, I have seen some of your artwork. It is spectacular. Um, I'm I'm assuming that there's a website where there's some examples of your work that I can share with the audience. Yes, we we have uh, intuitivesoulart.com and we'll give you the link as well. And then we, because it's a highly intimate thing, some of our clients obviously wish for us to not share their pieces, but quite a few people have been more than willing to especially share that aha moment. Like when they open it, it's it's so magical for us, obviously. Wow. Like the, yeah. Beautiful. It's a total body shivers. I love it. I love it. So this this leads me into the conversation because you know, we're talking about intuitive work, we're talking about reading and art and creative expression through the intuition. And so it leads me to the question of what does unity consciousness mean to each of you? Who wants to take that one first? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Unity consciousness to me means allowing, allowing yourself to be one with your mind, body, and spirit, and allowing for others to be one with their mind, body, and spirit to the point where you can see everyone and everything as they are and accept it 
with full beauty and the uniqueness that is them and who is you, right? Who you be. I love that. Yes. It's funny because I've been diving deep into that. I just came back from Cabo. I was at an amazing retreat there and I was learning about um, judgment and the way that that plays in unity consciousness and how that was a big uh, spiritual gap for me was taking that out and just like Danielle said, accepting not only other people, but you exactly as you are. And that was almost my bigger struggle is that I was like, why am I held up by this? And learning to just take me in at full face value and be like, this is who you are, not, you know, this much more money and this much more da da da, like whatever gaps you feel you're missing, just to be completely present and be like, this is, we are all divine. So we are all exactly perfect right now, so. Yes, I love it. We're all exactly perfect right now, right? All of our flaws and all of our beauty and all of our amazingness all belongs and all has a seat at the table. I love that. Yeah. So good. So good. So what rituals or habits do each of you have in place right now for devotion to unity consciousness, whether it be in your life or your business or just for the world? Awesome. Um, I'll jump in on that one. For me, obviously, what was funny, (laughs) when I started learning how to do things like meditate and, you know, tap into my spirituality and talk to my higher self, I went to a friend who thankfully was very blunt and I was like, so apparently I'm broken when it comes to meditating. Like my head is like, like ding, 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 clanging cymbals thing. And she was like, Aaron, (laughs) you paint, you are the number one meditator. She's like, how many times have you started a painting and been gone for four hours? Right. Right. Okay. So for me, I always kind of tap in with like, a combination of music and painting and just letting everything be silent and just like dipping into that exact moment. I think um, when I was first trying to get into it, I got into things like roller derby and skiing and snowboarding because it's that divine, like perfect in the moment, right? Where you have to concentrate, just be right present. And that for me is the, it was the biggest struggle, but now it's what I almost am most inspired to teach people is going back to that five-year-old you who's painting and creating because then you can completely get lost in that moment. Oh, I love that so much because so many of my clients come to me and like, I can't meditate. I can't turn my head off. I don't understand this. Right. And I always, my answer is always, there is no right or wrong way to meditate. Yeah. You do you, boo. And if painting is your meditation, do it. If working out is your meditation, do it. If there is no right or wrong way. And I know there's thousands of different types of meditations out there. And I think it's so important that we just have permission to be ourselves in that. Well, I think that's, you know, when people get into that spiritual journey, a lot of what they see is that, you know, the lady in lotus position out in the middle of a friggin' forest, and they're like, well, I can't do that. And it's like, well, you can walk and meditate. You can do dishes and meditate. You can. So don't have to be in a box. Yeah. Yeah. That feels so hard to me, too. Just like, who has time in this busy world when we've got things to create and things to do and we're inspired? We don't have time to go sit in the forest and be yeah. in the forest. not possible not for this girl anyway i'm sure there are some out there who can do it how about you danielle what rituals or habits do you have in place yes so meditation energy work journaling breath work moving my body i love dance anything that allows energy to move through 
And then I love like the depth of connection with others. So whether that be, you know, you know, people that I love in my life, being able to talk about things that matter in this world and really expand my horizons and everybody have that chance to expand their own consciousness through different viewpoints. I think that's so huge, right? Being centered, being grounded in who we are and what we believe and being open to other perspectives and, and can being able to see, oh yeah, that's amazing. Or, oh, I never thought of that. Oh, I want to take that on. Or, oh no, that's for you, but it's not for me, right? And being able to really come together in that, I think is so beautiful. I love that so much. I was watching something with Greg Braden last night. And one of the things he said to me, and you know, I've heard this said a thousand different ways, but it seemed so profound in the moment was our diversity is our strength because we learn so much from each other through having different opinions. Can you imagine if we all had the same opinions and the same beliefs? Life would be really fucking boring. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> so with this concept of unity consciousness, how do you see business evolving as entrepreneurs? How do you see our business structures, how we do things in the world? How do you see that evolving? What well, you go ahead, Danielle. <laughs> oh, just the first thing that came to my mind is this the beauty of collaboration, right? People joining forces that have the same end goal, right? The same big vision of making change and bringing all of it together in this beautiful collaborative way where everyone's magic in the world is able to come together and then positively affect the rise of humanity, even greater than each of us could just do on our own. Mm -hmm. I really think business moving forward is going to be so much around collaboration, especially we've seen a lot in the past, you know, this competition over collaboration thing, and it just doesn't work. And it definitely does not promote unity consciousness. If we all have the idea that we're change makers, that we want to impact the world, why wouldn't we do it together? Yeah. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah, I think that's so important. And I love that you brought up the competition piece because that's the way business used to be done, right? Every man for themselves, just hustle and grind and do the things. And if somebody else was doing better than you, then you weren't good enough. And all of that is such bullshit now. Like it actually makes me want to throw up. I don't love that. <laughs> but it belongs to, it all belongs. Yeah. It led us to where we're at. How about you, Erin? Well, I think that... Um like because you and I have a past of knowing each other and I've followed what you've been teaching. And I think that you and I came from that same background. Danielle obviously did as well. She was in more like a um, hospital CEO kind of role and stuff. So we've now seen and done that like broken masculine energy of work. And for me, it's all about watching the shift. Like I lean into my intuition. If it's like you rest today, then I rest today. I don't have to do a nine hour day. I don't have to do a 50 hour work week to call a business a success. It's all about following actual guidance and walking that walk as well, like walking the talk as well and saying like, okay, today I am told that I'm not supposed to work. And I've had it happen where um, my guides are like, you're not supposed to be on this call today. And I'm like, I, I should be on this call today. And I go to turn on my computer and it won't turn on. And I'm like, okay, guys. <laughs> time to start really going with this flow right like flow in the natural way that you need to and your businesses a lot of people have a hard time with that leap I had a hard time with that leap was like no I have to freaking go you don't understand if I just go 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 my business will work and it's like 
you break that cycle, break that story, and then start working in a way that is far more fluid and far more successful and far more easy because you work when you know it's time to work. Yeah, you follow that inspiration, right? And just trust that you know, right now is the time for a nap. So I'm having a nap. And I know for me, that was one of the hardest cycles to break for myself as well. I mean, I started my online business known as the get shit done girl. I was always online and I was always fixing stuff. And breaking that cycle was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do because society has programmed us to be producers. We're supposed to be doing stuff all the time. And so just, I remember my mentor and now business partner saying, you know, if you meditated, you would make more money. And I kind of looked at her and went, that sounds a little bit shady. (laughs) And her response was, well, how's what you've been doing been working out for you so far? I was like, shit, okay, I'm going to go meditate now. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. So, yeah. On the conversation of money and wealth, one of the questions that we love to ask here at Rebel Radio is around the concept of wealth, because wealth is defined differently by every human I've ever met. Mm -hmm. Every human that I have asked this question to has a different answer. So I would love to know what wealth means to each of you. Awesome. Uh, I'll go first. This has been a big exploration for me this year because as um, I'm a person who really cares about sort of animal wildlife rescues, et cetera, et cetera, that's always been part of my business. Um, as you can see, animal energy is, yeah. it's how I typically work intuitively. Most of the intuitive pieces that we create have that backup of animal energy for them because I connect better to animals. And so when I was exploring where I want my end game of wealth to be, I'm just not a Lamborghini person. It's not really my energy. And so those things I had to, you know, what do I actually see wealth as? And to me, it is being able to freely spend time with my kids, going on adventures and following their souls and encouraging them. Like one of the coolest parts of my life so far was listening to someone tell Molly, my 12 year old, like, well, this is what you should do. And she was like, no, no. I'm going to be an entrepreneur like my mom and dictate my own schedule and live freely. And I was like, yes, that's all I needed. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And uh, just the connection to animals right now. I am laughing during this episode because my cat usually stays off camera. And since you came on the show, he's been on camera twice and he's running around my apartment like an idiot. So he's definitely feeling your energy. <laughs> I love that. Danielle, what's your definition of wealth? Oh, wealth to me is living in full alignment with my core truths, values, and beliefs across every domain of my life, mentally, emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically, spiritually, and being in, in flow with how that's going to evolve and change over time. I think ultimately wealth is at its core for me, deep level of fulfillment. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And then the money is just a side effect of that. Totally. And that's a piece. That's a piece of the puzzle. Um, but it's not everything. And so that's what I mean by like the full alignment across all the domains. Yeah. Really, that is when I feel like truly wealthy, when I feel an alignment there. I love that so much. And both of your answers just like solidifies that for me because, you know, money's a side effect of your wealth. And Everybody has a different definition of what that means. But if you're fully in alignment and fully fulfilled with what you want, 
then how can you not experience that, right? And so, Aaron, you don't want a Lamborghini? That's okay. I forgive you. I like really fast cars. <laughs> I'm a Ferrari girl, not a Lamborghini girl, but same thing, right? But I don't actually want to own a Ferrari. I just want to drive one. It, to me, it seems really impractical to own a Ferrari. So how yeah. experience is completely different. And, you know, like I want to give to animals, animal rescue and all this stuff too. Yeah. So we all have these different layers of connection when it comes to wealth, but it's so unique and individual to every human. I love that so much. I think I love too that most of us, like most of the people I meet who end up on their spiritual journey, you do start with that, like, how do I get money? And for me, that was like the driving force. Like, how do I, how do I tap into these gifts to get money? And yeah. was, no, like uh, I have zero problem with wealth. I love wealth and I love the idea of accruing money and creating a legacy for my family and breaking that uh, poverty cycle and that sort of thing. But it comes from a place of like Danielle and I are like, I can't believe this is a job. That's wealth. Like how cool is yes. that to think that your job is the best thing ever? Right? Oh my gosh. Like every day I wake up and like, how do I get paid for this? This is so good. <laughs> Love it. So good. So what is one truth that you wish every online entrepreneur knew? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to limit it to one because I know that there's a more than that. But <laughs> I would say what comes up for me right away is that the keys to your fulfillment and your success are literally in your energetic blueprint. And you have those answers. It's just a matter of uncovering them and diving deep into the energetics behind who you are and how you thrive in every domain of your life which is not a one size fits all cookie cutter approach that most people are selling out there. It's not what most people tell you, you know, what works for them is not necessarily what's going to work for you. So come into your energetic mastery, come into the, your soul's essence and what works for you because you are your own blueprint. And when you figure that out, you will have massive success. Yes. Yes. I love that. So that good. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's like, what she said. <laughs> no, for me, it is always, it came back to, and it comes back to every time. And whenever I shift or go into my ego, I get spanked for it. So I'm just like, go with your intuition, trust your highest self above all. Because as you, you know, we all seek mentors and we all seek people that can help us continue to climb. But no matter where those people are, they're not going where you are. So at the end of the day, if they're like, this is this, and your gut is like, no, go back to you. Always go back to you because you actually know you're just seeking people to show it to you. Yeah. Looking for answers outside of ourselves, right? Somebody tell me what to do because I don't want to take responsibility for my own <laughs> shit. may or may not have been there in my lifetime. <laughs> I love the words too. Every time I, my ego comes in, I get spanked. It's something that we use. I use with my clients all the time. So give, give me a little bit of a spiritual spanking right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, ladies, I want to thank both of you for being on the show. It's been so fun having two guests on the show. I might have to do that more often. It's super fun. But as always, I bring the show to a close with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? Oh, wow. 
Danielle, do you want to go first? Sure. What I dream of for the world is truly a sense of unity, a sense of deep levels of truth within ourselves and others where we can see do be and have all that we're meant for without feeling like it's going to take away from anyone else or obstruct anyone else, but just being present to everyone is in their own lane. Everyone has their path and we can all have it all truly. And what a beautiful world we would live in if we could all really embody that level of truth. Mm. Total body goosebumps and I want to cry. Thank you. Thank you for your dream. to me it is it's about if we could all understand because like you said I I think you were talking about your mentor saying something about you know how's that working out for you for me the path to realizing that I was a spiritual being having a human experience was one that I was very resistant to and then when I became came to that realization I was like man if we all just like you said stop fighting stop competing start collaborating and really realize that we're not getting out of here alive and try and make it more fun and way more play and go back to that little five-year-old who's like, I want to experience this. And, you know, like we had it dialed at six yeah. and we need to get back. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Both answers, total body goosebumps. Oh. Ladies, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, thank, you. thank you so much for having us. It was an honor. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.